Hello and welcome to B-Side, where we revisit business world stories and tell a few of our own. The local fitness industry was booming before the COVID-19 pandemic hit, with international chains and small fitness studios popping up to satisfy the demand for health and wellness. When the country was placed under lockdown to contain the pandemic, the industry, which relies on foot traffic, ground to a halt. In this episode, Gab Pangalangan, marketing manager of UFC Gym Philippines, fitness coach, and founder of combat sports website Dojo Drifter, talks to Business World Sports reporter Mike Morelio about the impact COVID-19 has had on the industry, how gyms are dealing with it, and what lies ahead for them in the new normal. Hi, Gab. Thanks for joining us to kick off the conversation. How was it like prior to COVID-19 for the fitness industry? It's actually a very saturated market already. You have Gold's Gym, you have Anytime Fitness. You have also the small studios that focus on boxing or indoor cycling. And of course, the Filipinos, we love our combat sports. You have your jiu-jitsu clubs opening, the Elordes opening all over. So it's a very crowded space, but there is a demand for it. Everyone is looking for ways to stay fit. And uh, gyms play a big role in that. As early as January, there were already talk about COVID-19. But as far as the fitness industry is concerned, when did the pandemic start to take its toll on the industry? In what form did the effects manifest? I would say towards uh, the latter part of January. You know, I think we're all on the same page that around January, like we were seeing if it was... Is this going to be a pandemic? Is it going to reach our shores? And I think some people were still optimistic then that it wouldn't really affect the country that bad. But slowly but surely, it did. And here we are. As things began to progress, it was really in the latter part of Feb and actually really March before the lockdown that things went from zero to 60 really quick. One in, was in sales. There were less people actually thinking about going to the gym at that point there were some effects on gym traffic but of course every gym i believe has the group of the hardcore guys who will not miss a day at the gym and those guys despite what's all the news they still go to the gym they still work out the gym became like a second home to them so they actually go to the gym to socialize with other gym members to socialize with the coaches you know, of course, we still had our regular traffic, but you could tell that something was on the horizon. Three to four months into the pandemic, how big of a blow is COVID-19 to the fitness industry here? I think the fitness industry is really hit big by this pandemic. I think this goes across the board to other businesses as well. It's funny, I read an article that Jeff Bezos might become the first trillionaire because of the boom of Amazon right now that uh, more people are ordering things online. So clearly there are some businesses that may be doing better actually in this time. But I think, you know, besides these select industries, the pandemic has really hit every business pretty hard. Fitness industry relies on people, on its members. It relies on membership sales. It relies on personal training sales. And if there are no people to sell personal training to, then there's no revenue. So that is a big concern. 
was there a way that we prepared for this? I don't think anyone could have foreseen what was going to happen. Uh, I'm just thankful that we have some online media set up to help us communicate with our clients. You know, we launched an online store. Our website is up and running. We have social media to communicate with our members. EFC Gym is relatively new here in the Philippines compared to the other facilities. Can you talk us through how it was like for the group prior to COVID-19? And what is the current setup for your group now that business is currently suspended? UFC Gym, we're a very new gym here in the Philippines. Actually, a new gym worldwide, but we have over 150 clubs internationally under the very popular UFC mixed martial arts promotion. But this gym is a fitness gym. It's not a fight gym. And in the Philippines, we've opened four branches. So we have clubs in UP Town Center, Alabang, Galleria, and in Marikina. And we've been trying to carve our space. And it's been good. Of course, with every new brand, there are birthing pains. But I feel like we found our stride. And it's unfortunate that COVID has interrupted the progress we've been making. I'm sure every gym feels that way. But it's a growing team. We have about, I'd say, 100 people dedicated solely to UFC Gym. And our gym is under the same company that owns Gold's Gym. Our main goal really is to still provide a service for our members and to the community. So we've provided free online classes. They're called UFC Fit Home Workouts. So it's a library of 12 home workouts that you could do with little to no equipment. And that's something that people can access for free, even if you're not a member of the gym. So we're offering Facebook Live workouts. We're also trying to create opportunities for our coaches through these live classes and through online personal training. We're trying to adapt to the what we're calling the new normal, that everything is online. If we can't get people to the gym, then it's a matter of getting the gym to the people. And that's something we're working on now. How is the morale of your personnel right now? Are there any measures you'll put up so that they can be taken care of? Right now, our two focuses are boosting morale, staying connected, and creating opportunities. So when it comes to morale, we just do our best to stay connected. And that's really the beauty of online social media. You have Viber, you have Facebook, Instagram to help you stay connected. And in terms of uh, opportunities, we're creating those online classes that people can pay for and online personal training. I think staying connected and, you know, just communicating is a good way of keeping us mentally healthy. A lot also have tried to work on their online brands. So I'm happy about that. Like people are trying to promote themselves online a lot more. So that is the only way that we will actually keep business running and keep things going in a time like this. A contentious issue right now is whether fitness facilities should open with COVID-19 still a going concern. What is your take on that? We feel strongly that the fitness industry is an essential service. Pursuit of fitness and health is very important for physical health and mental health. We also believe that a large part of the fitness industry are work as independent contractors, hence if there is no gym, there is no income. By opening the gyms again, you allow these coaches, these trainers to make a living. Of course, we respect the decisions made by DOH and the IATF. Uh, and we're just hoping for considerations. I'm happy that we're in the conversation of 
we're slowly allowing people to work out outdoors. So I'm glad that there's at least some semblance of a plan of getting back to where we were with the open gyms. But I do believe that gyms can function if you partially open them, then, you know, you could keep them running and help provide that service of keeping people fit and healthy. A lot of people may say that you're risking health just to make a buck. But we feel that, you know, with the right safety measures, you can actually lower that risk significantly. And the beauty here is I feel that the fitness industry, even if you're representing different gyms, the goal now is actually to communicate with one another and find the best practices, not just to save your respective gym, but to save the industry as a whole. What challenges do you see in the immediate future? First, getting the IATF to actually open the gyms. That's one challenge we're facing. If people aren't convinced that it's essential that gyms are open, if we're still seen as amusement, then that's a big problem for us. So that's our first battle. Once they do open up gyms, the next is restoring confidence in the safety of the gym. And there are a number of measures of doing that. Another concern brought up in another conversation I had before was people now are ordering more home exercise equipment, and this might prevent people from going to the gym. Other challenges really is if people don't want to go to the gym, then we really have to find a way to get the gym to them through an online service. So we'll really have to pivot digitally. All gyms out there will have to invest in manpower for social media or in, in a website or in an app. You know, these are all things that they'll have to consider. And with these changes to the gym, you know, these are added expenses for the gym owners. We're just going to have to take it one step at a time with this pandemic. But we have no choice but to adapt right now. Gold's Gym in the United States saw it fit to apply for Chapter 11 because of the effects of COVID-19. They're not closing their gyms entirely, but they're organizing their business to make it profitable anew. Do you see that happening for facilities here? That's a very scary thing, and it's a real fear with every single business. As you know, as Dojo Drifter, I have a lot of contacts in the mixed martial arts industry who own gyms. And these gyms aren't usually big gyms. They are really feeling the burn here. They don't come into owning a gym with a lot of capital. It really is a passion project for them. So if there's no gym, there's really nothing to work with for them. So it is tough. I think that it's inevitable that there will be some gyms that may be forced to close. But of course, I'm hoping for the best for everyone that we get through. What about lessons you learned from this episode and opportunities you see moving forward? The lessons learned really is the importance of going digital. If this pandemic had struck and you didn't have a website or any digital resource set up to help you, then that's a really big problem. When it comes to digital resources, another lesson is that you will have to learn how to use these Skype, Zoom Google Meet to communicate with your members to conduct personal training, to conduct online classes. Another lesson is coaches are actually the lifeblood of the gym. In a time like this, where there's so much uncertainty, members are looking for their coaches. We could offer online classes, and really the appeal is to see their coach. It's the coach that creates that connection with the members. And for me, it just reminds me that these guys are important and they should be provided 
with corresponding commensurate value in the industry. There are a lot of lessons to be taken from this pandemic. When it comes to opportunities, I believe social media usage has doubled or tripled over the last two months. Speaking for UFC Gym, our engagement has improved. We have more people following our social media pages. And they're not all members. There are people who are not even our members following our page. Because of we're providing fitness advice, diet advice, we provide those free workouts. So people are actually tuning in to help themselves learn how to get fit. But again, in our business, it's a very physical industry. And with this no-touch economy, we'll really have to pivot and adapt to the times. Having said that, what is the future of the industry here? Well, it really depends for me on how this pandemic plays out. We are at the mercy of the pandemic, unfortunately. People are still looking for that outlet. Just like I said at the beginning of our talk that going to the gym is part of the lifestyle, is part of staying mentally and physically healthy. If people are reassured that the gym is a safe place, they will go to the gym. That's a good sign for the fitness industry. People will want to get fit. They'll want to get back into shape. But at the same time, that's like a really optimistic scenario. People in the fitness industry are looking for ways to branch out, create their own brand. There are some coaches, you know, starting podcasts, trying to strengthen their online presence. So these are all signs of people trying to adapt because of the uncertainty ahead of us. We miss our members at UFC Gym, and I know our members miss being in UFC Gym, and we're just looking forward to bringing it back, but of course with greater safety precautions. What is your message to all stakeholders, owners, trainers, coaches, members, and the general public? When it comes to those in the fitness industry and everyone, it's basically hang in there. Let's try to use this time as best we can, whether it's bonding with family, taking care of family, or building an online presence, or providing fitness classes online to other people. Let's do our best to make the best out of this difficult time. When it comes to the gyms, let's just try to keep helping people. Let's also communicate. I don't think that it's about who will be the savior of the fitness industry. It's more of all of us have to come together, really, to help people and the government see that this is an essential service and that we can actually help strengthen people against COVID. So when it comes to gym goers, stay safe, stay healthy. I'm sure your coaches are there. Reach out. Feel free to talk to them. Please keep supporting your gyms in any way you can. The fight is different for each individual, but we're all in the same fight. And hopefully we get through this soon. And that concludes another episode of B-Side. Once again, you heard Gab Pangalangan, marketing manager of UFC Gym Philippines, fitness coach, and founder of combat sports website Dojo Drifter, talking with Business World Sports reporter Mike Morelio about the impact of the pandemic on the fitness industry. Gyms were hit hard by the lockdown. In the meantime, coaches and trainers are building their online presence and creating their personal brands through podcasts, live streams, and YouTube videos. It just goes to show that digital is the way to go, even for a high-touch industry like physical fitness. 
A lot of challenges still lie ahead for businesses like UFC Gym Philippines, including convincing people, especially authorities, that gyms are essential and safe. In the meantime, as Gab says, hang in there. This episode was recorded remotely on May 15. This is Sam El Marcelo. Thanks for listening. <laughs>